वेलकम टू वन मोर एपिसोड माइक्रो पॉडकास्ट डिजिटल ट्रांसफॉर्मेशन इंडस्ट्री फोर डॉट एंड एमर्जिंग टेक्नोलॉजी आई एम विजय गुंटी एंड आई एम दी होस्ट विथ मी इज विनय विनय हैज सिक्सटीन प्लस इयर्स ऑफ एक्सपीरियंस अक्रॉस बिजनेस डेवलपमेंट स्ट्रैटेजी पार्टनर मैनेजमेंट सेल्स एंड टेक्नोलॉजी एंड डेवलपमेंट विथ इन डोमेन सच एस डिजिटल ट्रांसफॉर्मेशन आईओटी वाईफाई फिनटेक एंड ट्रेडिंग विथ एक्सपोजर टू वेराइटी ऑफ इंडस्ट्रीज सच एस टेक्नोलॉजी टेलीकॉम and investment banking he holds mba from iima and masters in computer science from sunny usa he lives breathes and smokes iot welcome to our show vinay can you please introduce yourself to the audience uh, sure thank you so much first of all vijay for giving this opportunity uh, to be on this podcast um, i look forward to it um, um as as the last sentence you mentioned about me uh, so primarily i am in the industry for 16 years majorly in different technologies uh, started my career in um, uh, like primarily web technologies and then post my mba from ima i switched gears to move into uh, iot and uh, related technologies in the digital transformation domain so i i think personally that uh, iot is a very very powerful technology and the area of digital transformation is is very relevant uh in the industry today and uh, and and i think whatever uh areas that we we'll think of from from a usability perspective both b2b and b2c uh iot has an application everywhere and that's why uh it's of uh, personal interest to me and as well as professional thank you vijay uh good to know vinay so my next question is about uh, my yeah let me complete my next question is what are the business benefits challenges you see in adoption of digital transformation industry 4.0 and how do you think covid has affected the business models vinay okay so um, see first of all to understand what are the benefits or challenges right which are two two important areas right now uh, when we talk about industry 4.0 or any project under digital transformation and you pick up any industry right uh, starting from a pure manufacturing industry uh, where you need automation you need technology on the shop floor to optimize the the process um, or you need uh, adoption of the uh, industry 4.0 technology uh, more in the ot side because it enables ot to work in a close conjunction with it i think the benefits are are many uh, just to state a couple uh, one area where most of the industry 4.0 projects focus today especially in the brownfield setup uh, is in terms of saving cost okay and improving efficiency which means how can i how can i optimize my factory floor or my operations uh, let's say in oil and rig or in ports and other areas um, by using technology like iot or ai and and so on and adopting them in a way that i can either uh, reduce the cost that i invest in various processes and optimize uh, my efficiency in a way that the productivity is improved uh, plus the transparency of the information on the shop floor is is much more visible and uh, to the to the managers and to the operators uh, in a very transparent way i would say um, so benefits are i think many many uh, i will not dwell on each of them today um but challenges are are also equally large right uh, think of two uh, type of setups right um a greenfield uh, setup and brownfield uh, if we talk about a greenfield setup 
uh, a new factory, a new warehouse or a new port uh, or any new industry operation is coming up, uh, for someone to adopt a technology like let's say IoT so that they can monitor certain critical parameters of their working environment. Uh, think about temperature, think about vibration, think about anything else that impacts the worker safety or so on. It is easier to adopt because you can build the technology, the sensors um, um, while the setup is coming up and then you integrate with the right application platform that could be provided by any provider in the market. But the challenge when you talk about brownfield setup, which is where most of the adoptions are happening in addition to greenfield, is that how do you really uh, go and retrofit uh, such devices or such solutions into your existing process? So you need to change three things, right? One is you need to adopt and opt uh, change your process to work with the new technology adoption. You need to change the ways of working in terms of uh, understanding the processes. That means you need to upskill your uh, your, your uh, operators and labor and other uh, uh, staff workers. And third is also cultural change. There is a big uh, push uh, where people are thinking that automation means job losses and automation means uh, more efficiency and uh, more monitoring by senior managers on my day-to-day -day work, right? Uh, I have seen that myself then uh, we were deploying some camera-based uh, solutions for uh, using computer vision where you process the image of the of the shop floor to understand what is going wrong. People were very, um, I think um, uh, people on the floor were very, very uh, um, not in favor of doing this adoption. So the third is culture and, and education of how to adopt the technology. I think these are the two. Uh, COVID especially, um, Vijay, I think uh, COVID ha has been a very, very, uh, has, has very, a negative impact on many, many areas. Uh, we have seen that job losses um, and, and other things that are happening uh, in terms of health and other conditions. At the same time, what COVID is also done in a, a little bit positive way, I think, uh, which I sometimes call the, the benefit of COVID is that it has pushed the industry uh, to transform at, at a much rapid pace. I think uh, the adoption of technology in various industries right, like retail, supply chain, uh, manufacturing, uh, or, or even uh, traditional businesses has uh, gone up by three to four times. Um, I think uh, many research houses already talk about this speed uh, of adoption of digital transformation during COVID. Uh, and in practice, in my current company and in my previous uh, company, in both, I have seen a lot of technology adoption happening uh, in order to uh, understand that if such a pandemic comes up again, how do we survive and uh, have a business continuity? So BCB planning and risk management of the OT businesses um, is very critical and, and technology like IT or IoT and other technology uh, helps them to operate in such an environment. So I think it, it has been uh, in a positive way. Uh Excellent, and thanks for sharing. You have touched base every aspect of the digitization, the digitalization, and the future digital transformation. Thank you very much. And yeah, so my next question is about uh, the use cases. You know that. So can you also share some of your case studies, use cases, POCs, uh, as well as projects you worked or working, and also your experiences on that? Uh, sure. So I think let me share some uh, use cases generically and some that I've worked on which are in the public domain. Um, so uh, when you think of uh, 
industry 4.0 or digital transformation right i think one of the uh, core basics is that how do i bring uh, it and ot together in a very seamless uh, non friction way together and adopt at various uh, areas in my in my setup right um if you look at in the last 3 to 4 year i have uh, worked on some very interesting use cases one of them was adopting uh, iot um, in combination with machine learning uh, using a, a camera as one of the sensor uh, in a, a warehouse okay so one of this e-commerce company uh, they process like many many thousand uh, shipments a day in their warehouse and uh, when the shipment goes to a wrong address it results in loss right monetary loss roughly between 15 dollar to 20 25 dollar per incorrectly shipped item uh, and they needed a technology where uh, uh, they they can maintain the same speed of processing uh, so many thousands of boxes in a day but at the same time optimize uh, and ensure that the box is going on the right pallet and the pallet is going in the right truck okay and in order to do that uh, the implementation that uh, we did was uh, actually very innovative is that using the camera you scan the qr code which is pasted on every box then you match that qr code with the qr code on the pallet using a computer vision processing logic where you uh, you cut the frames you find the two qr code send to the backend system do a quick matching in milliseconds and uh, then with the help of led lights you basically indicate whether the uh, box is uh, dumped on the right pallet or on the wrong pallet so uh, the operator on the on the conveyor belt the moment they pick up the box and dump it on a pallet uh, if it is going on a wrong pallet there will be a red light beaming on it so that is one very interesting use case i worked on uh, prior to that also um, i think there are few uh, use cases that i have done especially in adoption of technology for um, automating an appliance um, connected uh, water purifier uh, that was very interesting uh, project that i did few years back for one of the large ro uh, appliance maker in india where we were trying to connect the uh, uh, the machine with help of sensors uh, in order to monitor the life of the filters and also the amount of water being dispensed so that uh, the company can launch water as by liter kind of a model in the industry so you see with this two use case Uh, one is where you were trying to optimize the cost and minimize errors and save money the other one is like a new business revenue model for the appliance maker to sell water by liter instead of selling uh, ro on a capex so it's that's a power of digital transformation or industry um, uh, industrial iot or iot i would call it yeah uh thanks for sharing uh, the use cases uh, vinay and so my next question is about your emerging technologies uh, you know uh, the digital emerging technologies uh so how do you see digital emerging technologies playing a key role uh, in the asset management sure so that's a very good question i think um, uh, see when we talk about emerging technologies there are many of them right uh, so we have heard about blockchain we have heard about augmented and virtual reality iot is of course there and then there are a few more which are helping companies to become more efficient robotic process automation automation or robotics and other things um, now let's come to the asset management use cases or asset management industry overall right um, both the asset right whether it is fixed or it is mobile need to be monitored or managed think of mobile assets typically in a logistics or supply chain industry which need to be monitored while they are on the road right and moving from point a to point b 
uh, for various things. You, you want to monitor the temperature of the meat or you want to monitor the GPS location of the, of the good, uh, right? Uh, if you talk about stationary asset, uh, even then there, uh, which are less mobile or more stationary, they might be critical to the operation of the, of the company, right? And you want to monitor their health, their life cycle, their use, usability and so on. So uh, if I look at asset management industry and which is one of the area that my current company, uh, Napino, we are working at for some of our customer. Um, and we have designed and manufactured some of the very good innovative hardware is, uh, is, is for stationary asset. Uh, how can we adopt technology like Bluetooth, uh, BLE or RFID in order to uh, monitor the inventory movement inside uh, a factory? and also track uh, its status at various point in time, because you need to understand that uh, in a complete life cycle, uh, when we get a raw material in the store, from that time onwards, till the time that raw material is consumed into an electronic component, and then it becomes a finished good, there is, has to be a tracking or traceability uh, to be done. Although we use manufacturing execution systems today, having a uh, such technologies to track the asset in real time or near real time um, makes it very, very efficient uh, from multiple dimension. One, you can find lost assets quickly. Two, you can tra trace uh, the, uh, the location of the asset in case of understanding whether my process is optimized. Let's say an asset should not spend more than one hour on the SMT line. And if it does, then I can start looking some, doing some root cause analysis to see why it is taking more time. Uh, so asset management out of many other industries, one of the very fastest growing uh, area, which is adopting emerging technology, especially um, IoT and AI uh, in combination together. Um, and I feel in the future five year, um, what will happen Vijay, that many of these technologies are going to converge. IoT and AR is already converging in use cases such as uh, uh, diagnosing the issue on a, on a manufacturing line, right? Uh, yeah. IoT helps you to capture the data and AR helps us to visualize what is going wrong and where. IoT and blockchain are integrating for supply chain management, like Walmart and I think uh, JD.com or Musk and IBM have done some case studies there. So I think the next five year of uh, five to 10 year, I would say, will lead to more standardization in this technology, one. And two, uh, the convergence of them coming together to make uh, digital transformation more uh, feasible and adoptable in the industry. Uh, thanks, Vinay. Uh, so my last question is about uh, the career opportunities. You know, uh, the new emerging technologies, new skills are needed, uh, especially to upskill and reskill for freshers and students, and also professionals. According to you, what do you recommend uh, to learn them, uh, especially on the career opportunities, and in the next five years? Okay. I think that's a very, very important point and question here, uh, especially for the young uh, generation. Uh, like, um, fortunately, I mentor many startups and also a few students as part of my engagement with the community I run uh, called IoT NCR. And one of the area that we have experienced in the last four years while running this community is uh, um, more and more people want to get into the software side of the world, right? Uh, which is cloud computing, uh, programming, machine learning and AI capabilities or building expertise in uh, DevOps, building expertise in application building and so on, which is very important area. And I feel that this area is going to grow rapidly. Uh, so people should uh, focus and students should focus on uh, building their career in one of this area. Uh, but at the same time, one area which I think is uh, 
especially in india is is somewhat ignored is uh, people getting into embedded designing hardware architecture hardware designing uh, creating scalable hardware uh, we need a lot of expertise uh, uh, in terms of understanding of electronics mechanical and other things so one of my advice is that uh, especially for students in electronics and telecommunication engineering domain uh, to focus on uh, getting and building their career into uh, a device side uh, india is going to hopefully become a very powerful player in the manufacturing arena soon uh, we have already seen some policies launched by our government and the push uh, so while india has already done very well in it and software services industry india need to pick up and ramp up its game in manufacturing so and not just india i think globally also if you build your career uh, uh, where you understand also uh, the part of uh, device and hardware um, i think that is going to play a very important role uh, frankly speaking personally i find it very hard to find good candidates in this area uh, to work with me uh, so i feel there is a gap there uh, that students should also start looking into and focusing um, and build their career so that's for engineering last point uh, for non engineering students or let's say people with mba background and non engineering side there is a very good scope in digital or emerging technology for people in business analytics people in uh, area of uh, product management uh, people in area of designing uh, which is like creative design product design concept design and people in the area of like uh, of course the generic business management uh, like uh, commercial modeling uh, financial uh, modeling and other things uh, as well so i feel uh, even non engineers can focus to uh, learn a bit about technology uh, so that they understand the impact of technology and and then apply their own um, uh, skill set or expertise uh, in order to make a career there yeah got you vinay i think i would like to add one more point here as you rightly uh, commented saying that the device side we should look at like the edge devices you know the edge computing devices will be more prominent in the next five years so i will recommend to concentrate on the edge computing part uh, on, on the device side yeah yeah agree correct edge computing is is also one of the area because i think uh, both embedded programmers or software programmer uh, uh, in combination with uh, the right hardware architects or designer they can play a critical role in creating edge intelligence right and that's very true. important i agree yeah thank you vinay uh, for your time and sharing your insights especially on the digital transformation industry 4.0 and emerging technologies on the business benefits challenges and also your advice and suggestions to the fresher students and professional uh, community uh, thank you once again for joining us thank you vijay thank you appreciate your time have a good day uh, to the audience stay tuned for such more industry uh, insights on digital transformation industry 4.0 emerging technologies from industry experts